Here we are. We're back. This is it. You're listening to Heavy Breather. This is a, a, a very, very special show. Yeah, I don't, I'm. It, this is one of the more special shows because we've really given up. Yeah, I have nothing planned. I, I've, I basically have been so depressed. I've been sleeping. I've been in bed for the last like seven days. I, 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 uh, I installed some mild electric shock. Uh, equipment in your in in Charlie's bed, so I could jolt him. At, you know, if I need need him to get up and you know, like for example, do the show, I can get, do stuff. I, I have the, my little camera on and my my little you know baby monitor, and I can press a button, a big red button, and uh, gives me I can see him twitch under the sheets. It's fun for me. Otherwise, I'm just watching footage of Kobe Bryant mm-hmm. doing stuff. I just I I I've been emailing. I I have like you know fifty or sixty different uh, email addresses. You know, and I just constantly email stations, and I say you know, and, and CNN and and New York Times. I say there's not enough coverage of this great man. Yeah, they should put like a you know, you know I, people are people are being weird about it. It's like oh you know uh, you know he raped a girl, but it's like his, his the you know. He he scored a lot of points for the team. <laughs> on the yeah, it's you got to look at you know the totality of the man. On the one hand, there's yeah. there's the rape, and on the other hand, there's all the points that he he did. Yeah, somebody apparently he like he did some like humanitarian work or, or whatever, and it was like and and somebody basically told me that that it negates the rape. Hmm. That's an interesting philosophical yeah. argument. Yeah, to make. I, it's like I didn't realize. I was like, that's really and they really you know they really talked it up and I, I started to believe it you know but then i went to sleep it had cold sweats and realized <laughs> no, that that is not true yeah this actually uh makes me my my soul feel really dark if i believe that yeah you know i can't it's like catholicism it's like how i grew up it was just like i did all this terrible stuff you mm-hmm. know and it's just like you do a few hail marys i did those hail marys so it's good now um uh yeah did you see that that i think it was like a washington post writer she tweeted something about that yeah she turned got fired, got fired. Can you imagine that for saying for saying look we need to, to understand and it's like look people are like well he you know you he didn't do it and then if you read read what happened you're like yeah he did oh it. he did it like he was like they were like why was her neck all bruised she had prints around her neck all bruised up and he's like my hands are strong and then I can, there's something else that he did that I can't really mention on the show that it's extremely pretty creepy. Yeah. But anyway, um, it, it's sad that you know the that the other people were on that helicopter. People are going to be mad and be like, "How dare you!" But you know, even that, it's just so weird how we treat celebrities. It's like, look, I don't want him to die or the his daughter, but it's just like, I don't know why. Why are we focusing in on this this person so much? It's like, yeah, exactly. Why, I mean, why wouldn't we focus on some of the people that have died in the the fire in Australia? Or it's you know, yeah, it, it, it's uh, it's a tragedy that he died, and that everyone else yeah. on the helicopter, or, the, or like the little little Mexican kids that are dying on the border that we're we're killing. But our, our weird like decaying culture where we have to like, like you know this wailing thrashing uh you know misery that we have to performatively uh express to each other on in every corner of culture on tv and, and social yeah. media uh like like this is like some, celebrity some tragedy like collective tragedy that we have to oh come on people are gonna be like oh come on it's fun. You guys don't have any fun. <laughs> I guess that you know maybe that is the way we need to look at it. It's, it's it, fun. It should, we should it's have fun. a good time. It's like you, you know, it feels good to to have to you know in, insert yourself into a tragedy. I mean, it, it it also takes away from the fact that you don't love your son. You know, things like that. You're like, you know what? This makes me feel good about me not loving my son. Mm-hmm. My dead end and job. Uh, the the life I live with no uh, close friendships. 
uh, you know, my, my boss doesn't respect me. I talked to my coworkers and they just in the mid sentence turn around and walk away. <laughs> and but now that this happened, I, I feel like yeah, something. I feel a little spark. Some, feel something. I, I don't have to like uh, constantly be burning myself with the lighter at my desk, right? Just to feel something anymore. Yep. First OJ, now Kobe. I did think about that. <laughs> did I tell you that story? Yeah, and, it, and yeah. it rattled around in my brain. Yeah. It's, it was, uh, I just to tell it real quick, it was when, when Kobe Bryant was, I was on tour and we were in LA and it was when Kobe Bryant first, the rape thing happened and there was a guy selling t-shirts that said first OJ, OJ now Kobe and he was going first OJ now Kobe, which I, it's amazing to try to rhyme those two. I love that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and my other, my other thing, thing, I was like, I regret not buying one of those shirts cause it would be a cool shirt to have. Mm-hmm. It'd be a collector's yeah. item. Mm-hmm. Sell it on eBay. I would make sell it on Etsy. Make yeah, it's oh you could like what's what's like a folky? Does Kinfolk have a uh, like a, a, a e-commerce a, a commerce site? Yeah, you could buy that stuff on Etsy. Um, you could make your own shirt. You could bootleg the that bootleg, and then you know, and it would just have a picture of Frank Sinatra for some reason. <laughs> this is like, why is Frank Sinatra's face on there? Because I like him. I like his songs. I think he's good. Yeah, OJ, Kobe Bryant. Frank Sinatra. Also, OJ also killed those people, you know. I mean, he murdered people. He's free, he's I think, a, isn't he? Oh, yeah, he's wandering he's around. Dancing, he's on Dancing on the Stars. And his whole thing, he's jail. always doing Mac the Knife. You know that song, Mac the Knife, where he kills the guy? That's the song he always does, and he winks every time he does the part where he stabs the people to death and, and cuts their heads off. He winks right at the camera. <laughs> Didn't he go to jail for, like, uh, like trying to steal, like... His own memorabilia, yeah. Yeah, which is cool. Back he like he like smashed through a museum and he and he was like trying to get his uh trying know, to get the glove he, the glove back. Yeah, the one that's on display. Yeah. It's right next to Michael Jackson's glove. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's, like, it's just like you know famous gloves that did naughty stuff. <laughs> Not naughty gloves through history. <laughs> Not naughty gloves through history. You walk in and it's just like you. The feeling is so eerie in there. Yeah, it's just like a dark room with a spotlight on these gloves, and, and yeah. it, it is chilling. You, I mean, you just, you think you know rationally, you know, it's just two gloves. It's just gloves. Not a big deal. It's but just, you yeah. know, the, the feeling. It's like existential and um, it's like metaphysical. It, it, yeah, and you're going through, and you're like, oh, look at these gloves, and oh, this person uses glove, and then all of a sudden at the end, it's side by side. Mm-hmm. OJ and and uh, Michael Jackson, you know, yeah, because they're the biggest ones. The, I'm trying to think of some some <laughs> other famous gloves. Uh, yeah, I remember when I was a kid, I wanted a Michael Jackson glove so bad. Oh yeah, didn't we all? The stuff I would have done with it, <laughs> like a bedazzled glove, sequ- yeah. sequined. I just picture like ten years later, like just fast forward, and I've got that glove on, but it's it's you know. But it's gripping a, 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 a revolver, a handgun, and I'm sweating profusely standing at my door. You know, I'm behind my door, like, with it pointed at my door, and I realize I've been doing this for about two days straight. It's trembling. You're trying to load the revolver. The bullets are tumbling to the floor. Billie Jean, not my love. It's a really good song, but it has a different meaning now. Yeah, I don't like. I, now it's like oh, every song is like all, oh, all that yeah. subtext. P- Pyt doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, there's too much. That one was pretty overt. Yeah, you know, in retrospect, I think we could have paid a little bit more yeah. attention. Could have paid more attention. Or no, I think we did. I think they. It was like you know the thing is like all that money got paid everybody off. That's yeah. essentially what Kobe Bryant did too. Anyway, I get people who are not going to like us talking about this stuff. No. 
you know what? Uh, we're just speaking our mind. I don't know. I mean, it's same thing with, uh, you know, Trump. He's another one that does the payoff, gives a, gives the, the cash. You're you're equating Kobe Bryant S- with Trump. Sp- you're saying they're Kevin, exactly Kevin the same. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. No. <laughs> I'm no, no, no. Kobe Bryant's not as. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he was. Maybe he was. He had a secret underworld where he, he had a lair in his his uh, mansion, and he had like you know a thousand slaves are still down there. You don't know. Mm-hmm. They're all starving to death now because he's the only one that. Starving for love because he's gone. He he was the only one that fed them, and uh, no one else knew they right. existed. So that was the best part of his day. You would you would go down a secret elevator into the sub basement, throw him scraps. Kevin Spacey, this Kevin Spacey sub basement. Mm-hmm. He's the one that invented it. He's <laughs> it. He, he, it's, he, he he's it's like a secret ring, and he gives it out the the the, the plans to his friends. Right. He has like his own like uh, you know construction company. Contracts. Speaking of which, don't, don't you think he? I mean, he's been pretty weird lately. I feel like he's going to do something real naughty. I mean, he's done plenty enough. You know, he's extremely naughty. Yeah, he does bad stuff. He was probably wearing some gloves when he did some of it. Oh, he's got gloves. I guarantee he was wearing a glove. fingerless gloves for sure. <laughs> That'll be in the or, or just or maybe a glove with just the fingers, just finger gloves. <laughs> His palm was completely like, open to the air, like an open air market, like a farmer's market. But it was, but instead, it was his hand with with these gloves on his fingers. Mm-hmm. Do you think anyone's made those before? Like it'd be just the fingers, and then there'd be like little strings that maybe connected to like a bracelet kind of thing. Yeah, they, no, that's a good it idea. It could be like fishing wire, so it'd be it would just look yeah. like. Yeah, you could tighten them because you'd have to tighten them. Like, and and some you know, and some people would wear them loose. That would be one of the. And then some people wear them extremely tight, and obviously your your hands are the circulation's being cut off, and that's like kind of an erotic, sexy look that the kids would do. Mm-hmm. You know, and people it would be like, like you you would you'd be like, okay, it's time to make love. I'm I have about forty minutes before my hand turns gangrenous. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna it's gonna I'm gonna completely lose all uh, you know blood flow. The uh, it's going to start turning necrotic. The the flesh is going to start dying. Yeah. So we got to we got to hurry up this romance. Whenever Kevin Spacey commits a crime, he leaves one of those little tiny pieces, one of those little gloves, like his his uh, pinky <laughs> glove comes off. He just drapes and he leaves it. it as a little treat. I guess it's kind of like a finger condom, mm. but it would be made out of yeah. leather. You know. Yeah. Really nice leather, yeah, like a nice Italian. From, for, but also from like a a, 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 a uh, an endangered animal. <laughs> it's like, a, <laughs> yeah, like weird animals, like an, like alpaca leather. Yeah. Anyway, people are not going to like us talking about any of this kind of stuff. Look, this is the way world we live in. We have to we have to just navigate it, We're, and it's a very strange world. And so, a lot of us like to just essentially. Just forget about the other things that, mm-hmm. that people do, and some some of us like to remember them, and those that remember usually are worse off because we are just <laughs> carry that weight, and I have nightmares, like extreme. Yeah, nightmares. imagine like uh, the life of someone that's like just uh, earnestly mourning uh, Kobe and uh, all these people like him, and just ignoring all the stuff. But they, how happy they are! They probably have really nice, good relationships, and then there's people like us who are just you know living in misery constantly uh look if you got to enjoy kobe bryant you got to do it i'm not going to judge you just couldn't i absolutely will (laughs) completely judging you you know i've seen all the 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 people and they're sad on the internet and whatever everyone's sad uh but it just seems weird to me that's all 
that's you know that's how I look at it. It just seems well, strange. Yeah, like I I just couldn't. You know, this guy with this credible accusation against him. You know, I think yeah. it's worth like thinking about why we uh, ignore it with some people and not others. I don't know what to think about it. Just yucky. Just the world is yucky. Everybody's yucky. Everyone's got some stuff. I don't like anybody or anything. And like just the idea of like a, a reporter getting fired for for just factually stating this yeah. is uh, that's pretty creepy. I mean, we're on that level. Look, Trump is trying to to get uh, Michael Bolton to to stop to stop his book, yeah, because they're saying you know it's like they don't want they don't want the naughty parts to come out. Not that it even matters. Like who? Like that doesn't even matter. No one would care. Like how many books? No one would have, care. It doesn't matter what Bolton says. It's like Trump. I saw Trump push a man out the window. He died. How many books have come out from people that have talked about all the terrible things that they've seen? He got yeah. He got he got. He was uh, he was uh, committed to presidency when when uh, after he that thing came out the grab him by the you know yep. that whole thing. <clears throat> God bless America. It doesn't God matter anymore. I'm gonna if I was a teacher I would make my kids uh, sing God bless America and I would write like ten or seven extra verses so it'd be really long and tiring. Probably go through most of the, <laughs> the day. It'd be just singing God bless America. Did you see that? Uh, I think it, I think Pete Buttigieg they like asked him like what what his favorite song was or like what song he had committed to memory. And he said the star spangled ba- ba- uh, banner, which I thought was very creepy thing to say. Like, yeah. you know, that's just not no normal person, whatever. And, and then he just starts singing it under his breath, really quiet. <laughs> oh, see, can you see? Yeah. Just yeah, exactly. sharp, That's your favorite song. Sharpening Wait, you like a knife. That better than, Wait, have you ever heard ACDC's back in black? <laughs> Because yeah. you should check that out first before you say what you just said, <laughs> you idiot. Right? Yeah, he's a creepy little man. Have you ever man. heard the song Rock and Roll Ain't Noise Pollution by ACDC? <laughs> you should give that one a go to. Or Wham, uh, mm-hmm. anything by Wham. ZZ, check it out. ZZ Top. Uh, what's the album with all the Mexican food on it? Uh, In the, like the gatefold. Trace Hombres. Yeah. Or any like Rod Stewart, like late period, like like Rod Stewart, like his last record where he's doing the, where he's doing all the uh, the jazz standards, and at the end he like, he takes too much am- in the music video, he takes too much Ambien, and he falls asleep, and then he, you know, he wakes up and he's uh, he's crashed through a White Castle. Mm-hmm. The camera, the camera's just following him throughout this ordeal. The the rest of the yeah. the crew and. Uh, cast of the music video all left but the cameraman's just hovering floating behind him watching and and then at the very end he crashes through the the white castle and everyone looks up and they're like everyone's like oh you're a naughty boy and then he winks because he and then all of a sudden you see a, a geriatric woman she's in the in the in there too and then you realize he's even naughtier <laughs> he's been doing naughty stuff yeah i by the way i just want to make you if make this clear to our listeners when we come and sit down and do the show we have like a, a memo from x-ray fm comes down from the top and they, they say you should talk about they this say you have to talk about this. sex they say talk about you know 
Kobe, talk about geriatric uh, yeah. eroticisms, uh, all this yeah. stuff. And we, you know, sometimes we try and fight with them and we say, come on. No, we don't want to talk about this stuff. This is really weird stuff to talk about. I don't think this, people are going to appreciate this. I, I don't, I feel sick when I talk about this it. This seems inappropriate, but you know, they uh, demand it and you know, they, they demand it. We are in a situation. I don't want to say it's blackmail, but they, you know, have some information. It's kind of, and look, and it's, there's nothing wrong with geriatric sex. It's, it's, it's a well-known fact that once you get older, you get extremely <laughs> horny, especially right before death. It's, it's, it's your horniest in hospice. Everyone knows that. It's a fact. There's like a whole cottage industry of just like, you know, I mean, why else would you want a, a, a you know, a sex hammock or a, a swing? It's because your bones don't move so good anymore. So you, no. need, to be, you need to use physics to, to move your body yeah. back and forth. I want to be put in an iron lung. When I get in there, I moan, and they know it's moans of pleasure. <laughs> yeah, get one of those double-wide uh, iron lungs for two. Yeah. Get cozy in there. Cozy in there, and you can't really move your hands and legs in there, but but you could have the people who are working the iron lung move you, know, move you towards the other person back and forth, back and forth. Right. You can jostle the, the iron lung around, too. Put it on some, you know, you pick it up, get a couple... Big beefy hairless men to lift it up and you know jostle it around. Yeah, like, just I mean, I prefer preferably a couple men with alopecia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to have to shave. I don't, them. I don't want any hair anywhere. It's like an hour to shave a you know at least to shave one of these guys. So if you could just get one that doesn't have any well, hair, they, well, hair just gums up. I mean, even if it's like body hair, it just gums up the works and those things. Exactly. You know, and then you got to go in there and clean them out. And, yep. It's expensive. Just cut out the middleman. Find a hairless one. Just cut him out. Cut to the chase. How are we going to cut the middleman out? That's <laughs> what I just say. No matter what, no, no matter what transaction, <laughs> gotta find a, a beefy, muscular boy that uh, that doesn't have any hair. I don't want to see any hair. Anyway. When I say boy, I mean like a 32-year-old man. Yeah, a 32-year-old naughty boy. He's a, bo- he's a boy. Cargo shorts, flip-flops, mesh shirt, no hair. Yep. Sunglasses, but, but, um, they, but they're like on the back of your head. Yeah, some Oakleys flipped around to the back. Yeah. He's looking good. Yeah, they probably frequent the rock and roll chili pit. He smells good. He smells like You can tell meat. they have all these scars, these burns all over their bodies because that they've gotten too close to the chili pit at the rock and roll chili pit. It's like a battle scar. You know, people, you, you wear it with pride. You show it off. Put a close-up picture of it on your Tinder profile. Yeah, it's like tattoos. Yeah, look at this. Look what I got. This is, this is when I ju- actually jumped into the chili pit to fr- <laughs> save my friend. He passed away. Second-degree burns. He didn't make it out. He didn't make it out. But he died honorably. Yeah, he died doing what he loves. Man, I don't want to get dark, but I started thinking about the Vietnam War. And, you know, we talk about <laughs> reparations. You know, we should give reparations to, to uh, I think I think every African-American should, should get something for, for what we did. You know, I mean, it's it's absurd when you start thinking about these things like that. And then you think about the Vietnam War and like how we treat these veterans and stuff. How, how do we not, how do we not give, how do we let these people go through still this hell that they're, that we put them through uh, it's so weird and people aren't people still being they're, they're still being born with uh deformities just as like aftermath of agent orange and stuff in vietnam it's to this to this day yeah i don't, I don't want to talk i don't want to know about this this is something i can't handle I'm, 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 i can already <laughs> you can already see the nightmares <laughs> 
That's not good. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't want to get too dark, but man, the Vietnam War, that wasn't a good one, was it? <laughs> you know, I don't want yeah, I don't want to stir up anything, but uh I'm gonna have to just come out pretty pretty strongly against it. Unjust war. A good one. Anyway. Uh I think it's a great time to take a break after we talk about Vietnam, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, totally. We'll, we'll take a break and, and think about spina bifida. Yeah. Which is another horrible, which I actually thought that I had ha, have like a, a version of it because I have back trouble, but also I have a hair on the back of my, the lower back. And that's actually a, uh, a sign of it. Wait, hair on the, your lower back. Yeah. Like a, just like a, like a single hair or like a patch of no, it? lots of them, like a patch. They're long and beautiful. They're like it's like a ponytail, but coming out of your. I was just in Mexico, and and a lot of there was a lot of uh, white people got uh, cornrows. It was like a thing they'd come and cornrow your your hair. Mm-hmm. I thought about having them do my my back patch. <laughs> yeah, I mean that would be cool. Uh, no, but it was true though. There were a lot of people with with cornrows in in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Also, there's like a real big contingent of like the surfer Mexican surfer dudes mm-hmm. with dreadlocks. Oh wow, really? Which I thought was odd. Yeah. I didn't like it. So they're 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 in the water and their dreadlocks are getting wet. They're like sponges, yeah. sponges that are soggy, yeah. and full. And I would try to swim around where they were because, like, all that like it's like a soup. juice. Yeah, it was like a soup, and I could taste it, and I would be bathe in it and be around <laughs> it. You know, and they were like, "Why is this guy doing?" It? I'd just be doggy paddling. Yeah, you know? in, in their wake, like yeah, yeah in their wake, and they're trying to surf and I'm doggy paddling around, like with like like obviously drinking a lot of water as I <laughs> as I doggy paddle. Uh-huh. I guess I never really thought about like people swimming with, uh, with like really big dreadlocks. I don't like it. Yeah. Now that I have thought about it. No, but I always picture it's it's a slow motion situation. It's not a fast moving. It's a very slow, mm-hmm. greasy vibe. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And like the if you you could wring them out and the water would be brown as it as it yep. trickled down. Be nice. These white guys. That's cool. And and you see these guys at Burning Man, and you say, "I remember you from somewhere." What do, think, what, what do you think the white guy, uh, white guy uh, dreadlock contingent at Burning Man? What, what's the percentage? I mean, I mean, a lot of these guys have just like normal jobs. Like they work in as like you know project managers and tech companies and stuff. Oh yeah, you're right. I guess you're right. But there's probably a good fifteen percent. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. There's probably it's, it's probably pretty pretty large. Anyway, uh, you're listening to Heavy Breather. When we get back, we're, we're going to talk about the coronavirus. and Yeah, we're going to, you know, uh, again, this is we're just reading off the list that we've we've yeah. gotten. The, the memo has come down. We have to talk about this stuff. So we're just doing our best. <clears throat> just kidding. And we're definitely not talking about that. <laughs> I don't know if that is a, not equipped. <laughs> but we'll be back. Yeah, we'll be back in a minute.
we're back. Hello. You know, and talking about, you know, we're talking, talking about creepy stuff, and we're talking about Kobe and that stuff, but I mean, I was just listening to that song, Say, 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 by Paul McCartney the other night, and that song is creepy as hell. It's I didn't realize, it, it, listen to those lyrics, it's about it's about how he wants to start a new new uh, race of human beings with horses, mm-hmm. and he's trying, and the whole song is about how he's going to hire these uh the scientists to figure it out and then at the end of the song he's like screw it i'm just gonna do it myself in the barn kind of a thing it sounds like uh the uh that sorry to bother you movie was inspired by by the lyrics right oh yeah yeah because i had like good, the good point i, I never thought about those that. horse boys i mean i guess the horse boys could have been inspired by uh, you know it was, yeah. it was like a an homage Stal- stalin was trying to do he was trying to do a race of was it was it Stalin? Yeah, he was. Did it was amazing. He was really doing experiments, trying to create a race of uh, kind of pigmen, half half like gorilla, half men, mm-hmm. so man they, kind of a thing. So they could they would have the strength of an ape. Yeah, and you could just you know, but like a little less intelligent, but be able to follow orders, you know. And you could just do your bidding, do your bidding. Mm-hmm. Look, that's what you want. If you want to have a, if you're looking to it is, build it an is army, what I want. then that's what you want. I mean, it it is what I want. You know. I don't feel safe. Everyone wants to feel safe. Sometimes people feel safe with their families. Sometimes they feel safe by building an army full of half men, half gorillas that look that can guard your fortress. Every boy is has dreamed of being, dreamt of being cradled in the arms of a, a, a you know, a super strength ape soldier man. You know. Yeah. Who uh, you know is gently petting your hair as you fall asleep, yeah. and he's, he's so muscular and he could tear you apart if you wanted to. But tear you apart, but they don't because you're they, you, they're loyal. They know who you are. They're loyal, and and the thing is, they find you. You know, you've been you've been waiting for a day or two. You're scared and you're hungry. And the good thing about these things is they they also lactate and they have an extremely <laughs> nutritious milk. Yeah, when you call I mean, him, obviously, why wouldn't you add that in? Yeah, if you're think gonna, about if it. If you're going to build a super soldier, then you want it to be a super soldier in every yeah. respect. Like, every yeah. facet of its physique and body is, you know, at its pinnacle, and that includes right. that. Yeah, giving giving its nutritious milk to you. Yep. You know, and you immediately feel yourself getting stronger you feel so good, you know. A lot, of, a lot of good probiotics in there, too. Digestion. Say, 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 la-da-da-da-da-da. Right? Yep. It's, cause <laughs> it's, right, it's right there in the lyrics. Wait, Michael Jackson sings on that song, too. Oh, that's the song. This is a true story. Look at that video. At the end of the mu- music video, they're, mm. like, running away from the bad guys, and they jump on a, uh, like, a... a a, 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 um, a hay like you know like a horse with hay and they get away from the people mm-hmm. and Paul McCartney he he like he, he like he's like running or whatever and and he he's like get, getting up on the hay thing and he and it's like a woman and she grabs his hand and it's Linda McCartney and then Michael Jackson does and he's getting up guess who it is Latoya Jackson <laughs> I was gonna say it's, it's kind of weird right Macaulay Culkin but <laughs> no yeah as, as like uh Never mind. Yeah. Wait, so it's his sister? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It's kind of strange. I saw it on one of those like uh like late night, like drunk out of my mind watching those Vietnam VH one, like I thought I was gonna say Vietnam. Why <laughs> <laughs> my brain wanted to go there. It's like Vietnam. The, Vietnam stories. The Vietnam like, Why are they channel. talking about 
why are they talking about this <laughs> this Paul McCartney video? <laughs> They're like the inspiration for say say say. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you you know the web that uh, you know all, it all ties back yeah. to to the Vietnam War, and that includes it was and it a, was it includes a, was it a, a Wings album? No, 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 it's a solo. It's like a, it's like eighty, I don't know, whatever Michael Jackson time eighty six. Mm. Anyway, that's cool. That's all I got. I don't feel good. I I don't. I don't do not feel good. I was in. I, this is a true story. I was telling Marius. I, I I went to Mexico and I drove. Uh, just this last week, a couple of days ago, I got pulled over. Yeah. By a policia, and it was extremely terrifying. Mm-hmm. But but here, I think this might be the trick. I just pretended like I had no idea what was going on, and then they just gave up on me. Yeah, this seems like ge- genuinely. This is good. Uh, this is like a good life hack. If you like for real, if you get arrested in in Mexico and the the police officer is very clearly trying to pantomime uh, you giving them money, that's what that's what he was doing. He kept doing the like where you have the one your one hand open mm-hmm. and then you take your other hand and you palm it and push it forward like 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 throwing like you know like a hip hop video like shop 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 yeah shop, he, shop. like he was trying to tell you to make it rain. He was like doing the make it yeah, rain make it rain. That's what he kept doing to me and I just kept going. I have no idea what's going on and then finally he was just like. Please go, go away. <laughs> you just if you convince them that you are so so dull that you can't even understand yeah. this simple. Uh, I also bought uh, naughty pharmacy drugs, so I was terrified that maybe something I don't know. Whatever, you're still in Mexico. You just bought. I mean, it's not illegal there, right? No, no, it wasn't illegal there. True. He would have fed him to you. He probably. Yeah. He would have. He said, "I'm the doctor now. I'm gonna prescribe this to your mouth." Yeah. We got uh, Xanax, you know, and I took I took a Xanax, and I realized uh, very quickly I do not I do not like Xanax. Mm-hmm. I just was like I took it just to sleep one night, you know. It's just like oh, I, we didn't sleep the first night, so I took it the second night, and I woke up in the morning just like I just felt like I was swimming. I don't understand how people take those drugs. It just makes me so tired and feel so yucky. You like them, don't you? A Xanax? I, I've only yeah. taken it. I think I was on a plane one time, and the person I was sitting next to could. The pilot. The pilot gave it to yeah, you. Yeah, he was like, "You're stressing." <laughs> he said, I'm taking some. You're stressing everyone out. Uh, please take. I, but someone's next yeah. to me. They they could tell I was nervous. I used to be really yeah. nervous about flying, but I'm not really. Me anymore. too. Me too. Yeah. Uh, but what, uh, yeah. yeah, the guy gave me half of one, but I don't even really remember it, feeling it yeah. one way or the other. Uh, one time, true story. I was I was on a plane to New York, and I was like, it was like my worst anxiety time i wasn't sleeping and i was like really stressed out but the plane i mean it was it, this particular plane ride was pretty gnarly it was like yeah turbulence was going on for like two hours straight and i just was like i just my my, my i kind of like my my mind was like i was like losing my mind kind of you know i just i like couldn't my couldn't get control of of it you yeah. know what i'm you know what i'm trying to say yeah and i just like and i just was like i think i didn't realize this but i must have been like Moaning <laughs> or something, you know. Yeah. I, was, I, was, you know I was just, I was just like kind of writhing in my and and uh, and it was bumpy enough where, where the 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 uh, the, the uh, plane, you know, the flight attendants weren't up. Yeah. But this one woman, I just saw her out of the corner of my eye, and she just got up, <laughs> and then she kind of ran towards me, mm-hmm. and then she just hit, put in my lap. I'm not joking. This is a true story. Put in my lap three little tiny bottles of uh jack daniels <laughs> <laughs> and you know what and it worked i drank them and i was just like yeah i was like bring it down oh yeah i've uh i've numbed myself 
Um, yeah, I, I, I remember like the worst uh, turbulence that I experienced. At, like for days later, my arms were sore because I was gripping yeah. the armrests. Gripping, I yeah. was like, uh, yeah. But I don't care anymore. I just I think no, 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 I I'm, uh, the the sweet embrace of death doesn't terrify me yeah, like it used to. I mean, from now until like, let's just say, if I die when I'm seventy five or something. It's it's not that long anyway. It's just like, what's the difference? What am I going to accomplish? Do a few more heavy breather shows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like now it's all just downhill. It's like you got to like worry about how you're going to, you know, pay the rent when you retire. It's like, oh, you know, right. it's like it's this, none of this is good anymore. So if I die now, I don't have to worry about the disappointment I'll have with my children and stuff, you know. Yeah. When they, when they follow in my footsteps, <laughs> they're going to try and be artists. I want to do rock and roll music. Yeah, I'm gonna try and, really fun. I'm gonna try and get a song in a in a you know a Spotify editorial playlist. Yeah, get I'll get hundreds of dollars from that. Yeah. God bless. You know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Look, if you like Kobe Bryant, I, I, I I'm not I am not gonna judge you. I decided I'm not gonna judge you. I think that you should. Enjoy the basketball game. I think that's great. You know, I, you know, I, I mean, look, I listen to, I like Marky Smith from the fall and he, he, he hit his wife. That's not right at all. That guy's a creep. Yeah. You know, maybe, 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 I don't know. Maybe but you know we what? Should... But if people, if when he died and then people were like, why don't mourn him? He did this. I don't think you'd be mad about it. True. And when people say, I don't like Marky Smith, he, he, he hit his wife. I say, you know what? That's a good reason. That's not like, that's a pretty good point. You know, you don't you, look. You shouldn't hit anybody. Don't hit, okay? No, no don't rape. Don't hit. Be nice to people. Be a good boy. That goes for the ladies too. Let's all be good boys, but mostly the boys, right? Because because you know white men are having a really hard time right now. <laughs> <laughs> These poor white men are, you know. <clears throat> It's just like they're the, uh, it's like that John Lennon song. Mm -hmm. You know, women are the dude of the world. Yeah. But it's actually white men. Right. I just want to, I just want everyone to know I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> I hope, I hope people know. I actually feel the opposite. I think all white men should, should, uh, the, should die out as a, as a, as a race. You know? I don't know. I think it's, no, I don't think so. Might be nice. I, I just think like when we fixate on like oh this type of person is bad and that type of person's good, then we just kind of uh, gloss over like the the real reasons why some people are good and some people are bad. Yeah. See, you're you're like you're more like Mister Rogers. I'm like I'm like Captain Kangaroo. Right. That is when true. It comes that to, is... When it comes to uh, that kind of stuff, that's why the show. Yeah, I'm I'm a little bit more into eugenics, <laughs> and you're not. <laughs> that's why the show works because the the, right. the Captain Kangaroo Mister Rogers dynamic. Yeah. No, it's it's true. No, you're right. I agree with you. Like there was that that Saturday Night Live thing. I say sketch, that guilt. That sketch that was that was like the lady like white male rage, and it was like everyone was like, oh, it's so funny. It's like th that just is so. I don't. I didn't. I don't know what you're talking about. It, it was like but. something about the Oscars, and because people are mad that the Joker was nominated, and right. Um, I don't know. I just find that whole, that stuff exhausting. I just don't. It just does not resonate with me. Well, well, well. It's, it's it. The the joke is, it's like, oh, how dare the Oscars? And it's like, it's just this crappy. Why are you watching the Oscars? Why are we giving any 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 poop about the Oscars? Yeah, totally. I and mean, it's like, like corporate garbage and these 
yucky you know i don't know it's like if there was like a little bit more, more money for like independent films or you know there could be cooler stuff it's like do you ever see that movie uh once once upon a time in hollywood have you ever seen you know that brad pitt guy <laughs> with the way he acts the movie was fine you know i'm not dissing on that movie but but man i don't i don't think i want to watch that guy act anymore see this i like him the thing is he just juts his his mouth his he did it in the last like three movies yeah, he does he it good, in a good way it's cool to me he juts it out but yeah, I'm i don't not, want to see that stuff I, i'm not defending the oscars at all i think they're awful but yeah i just yeah, anyway. No, you are though. I think you're. I think that was also one of the things on the list that said one of you guys need, needs to defend the Oscars. <laughs> yep, it fell to me. We we flipped a coin. Yeah, Maurice had to defend the Oscars. Um, but I also I like Brad Pitt as an actor. Yeah, I, I, I don't I, I don't know why I just don't I've never really that's not true it's not that I've never it's just the last few things he's very you know who's also like that too is De Niro he kind of just goes <laughs> that's like his whole acting thing. Yeah, yeah, he's good too. Yeah, you like that. Well, yeah. I, lo- I mean, I love him. I just, I just saw Mean Streets for the first time. Wow, that movie! Watch that movie; it's incredible. It's a little hot tip for our audience. Check it out. Yep, it's it's not a it doesn't have a dark ending or anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's why I don't. That's why I don't follow um, anything. You know, I don't look at uh, pop culture stuff. I just don't. It does. It's all just about. I just see it as an ad. It's like some kind of like well. You know, there's like, I don't know. It just seems really vapid and yucky. You know, I mean, whatever. I look at my own other stuff. I have my own thing I look at. I yeah. can tell you what it is. <laughs> Secret. Uh, you have to join our Patreon to find out. Go to heavybreather.net. Click on the Patreon link. Go to patreon.com forward slash heavybreather. Then you get to find out all the all the secrets. Get a glimpse into our lives. Get Find to, out why Marius likes Brad Pitt. Yeah, uh, you get to rifle through our trash, get get access to our social security numbers. Um, There's nothing you can you can't get anything off of them. That's the thing. You can uh, you know you can renew our sub- prescriptions. You can get our the medications that we're on delivered right to your door. It'll be fun. They come with no with no labels, so you just take them and you have no idea what they are. Yeah, you, I mean they're called different colors. One's brown, one's red, one's you know just chalky white, uh, one's glossy white. You know, you get to just kind of you know you have to pay attention. You take one at a time. You see what it, how it, what it does. Maybe it makes your blood a little thinner. Maybe it makes your your blood a little thicker. Use your discretion. You know, obviously the red ones are for nighttime for fun party. Friends right. are coming by. Have them on a little tray, and everyone can take one. Yeah, exactly. You're you're an adult, and we trust you. You say what I like to do is they come over and I say, you know, and they're just like, "Would you like a glass of wine or a blood thinner?" You know, like so. <laughs> do you want something to little thin, thin your blood? Yeah, I mean, you could just you know, you say I'm having a blood thinner party, and everyone it just comes. And they know yeah. that's the kind of event that they're going to be participating yeah. in. And it's instead of it's like one of those parties where you put your keys in the hat. Mm-hmm. In the beginning of the night, it, you you make everyone they keep their keys uh, in the car running. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna guess you can probably you probably feel a buzz if you take an extra blood thinner. Yeah, probably. I mean, why not? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, a little less oxygen to your brain, maybe. Sounds nice. Maybe a little extra oxygen to your brain. I don't really know. I don't know how this stuff works. Yeah. I'm not a I'm not a physician. You are a physician's assistant, though. 
Yeah, I mean unlicensed, but so I mean you see you see what goes on the ins and outs of the. It's more like an internship, you know. Yeah. I do a I you know, do a little bit of this. I make you know some xeroxes, and then I you know f- fill out some scripts. Yeah, sometimes it's a, yeah, it's it's weird. It's like mostly it's Xerox, but then you know obviously it's a busy week, and then it's like, you know, you've seen me do gallbladder surgery. Yeah, I could just you, you know, know I, you could kind of do it. Like you look, it, it's a it, it's a razor, it's a blade. It cuts stuff. Get in there. Do you remember a few years ago when that doctor in India he had his son perform like uh, like two hundred surgeries, like <laughs> successful surgeries? <laughs> no, but I, I mean that's the way it should be. It should be like you know I met yeah, this, like this a, woman. It's an apprenticeship. It's like a yeah. You're being like a, it's like a blacksmith. You're like you're training the, the, uh, the like town idiot to become the next yeah. master. Same idea. No, but but seriously though, like when when I was in uh, Amsterdam, there's this band that we played with. There's this girl, woman. She was like 24 or whatever. Mm-hmm. 24, and she, and I was like, oh, what do you do? She's like, oh, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a, a doctor. And I was like, what do you do? And she like did surge some spe- specialized. I can't remember. It was like heart or brain surgery mm-hmm. and i was like whoa and it was like that's crazy you're only 24 how did you you know she's like or maybe she's a little older but she's like yeah i know here it's different it's just more specialized we just go into the training and it's like you know they, they treat it like devry or, or itt technical institute <laughs> that kind of thing nice that's the way to do she it was, she said she was doing it since she was 18 you know she was like opening up bodies using a bone saw she said she's really good at the bone saw yep it's like it's like butter she can cut through bone it's like nothing. Yeah, and she screams <laughs> while she does it. Uh, there was that other story about uh, a, a kid in America who faked being a doctor. He was like 17, and he, he like had printed out like fake diplomas and put them up on the wall and opened uh, an office, and he was just like, <laughs> he was like a general physician, and they finally got caught. Oh, my God. I can't remember amazing. his name. He was like Dr. Love or something. Uh, there's that's pic- amazing. But he's like, the pictures of these like, like hero. That's like a hero kind he's of a hero. I bet everyone, I bet no one was hurt. I bet everyone was like, it was, they're bummed that they're, they're like, I want to see him again. Yeah, no, he they was. They probably go visit him in prison and get prescriptions. Yeah, they lo- everyone loved him. He healed people. You know, they had rashes and he would give them the right ointments and all that stuff. So, I mean, they, they would weep further, but it was like a kind of a nice, they realized that they liked the moistness all over. Right. It's an enjoyable kind of itchiness. It feels good to scratch yeah. it so that is a, that is a beautiful story i will definitely be sleeping well tonight thank you for that yeah he's like he's like my patron saint i, I have a little candle with his yeah. face on it that i light yeah visit him in prison mm-hmm. i write him letters love letters send him pictures how does that work what, what if he goes to medical school and becomes a doctor can he can he practice or is that yeah, you think he's banned now? I mean, I it's know. obviously his calling, so they should let him do it. His name is Doctor Naughty Boy. When he comes, <laughs> when he starts his new practice, <laughs> yeah, just like go to a small town somewhere in the Midwest. Open yeah, up, open see up. How long, see, see how long it takes before they catch you. Yeah. You know, like that sweet insurance money. Mm-hmm. This is what we should all do. This is all what we should be striving towards. Yeah, that insurance money. I want to get that insurance money. Siphon it now, you know, before before Bernie becomes president and abolishes const- private insurance. Const- yeah, exactly. I'm just constantly scanning for insurance cash. Look, how can I get that insurance money? Yeah, that's the thing about Bernie. He's going to take it all away. He's going to take all the good stuff away. Well, this is why, you know, you just got to get while the getting's good. 
and you mm-hmm. you do some, a bunch of insurance scams, and then Bernie becomes president, abolishes private insurance, and then you yeah. you move on. You know the people that are mad at you are they don't have jobs anymore. They, yeah. They, the they, the weirdest been, thing about Bernie, what he was saying, he was like, people were like, ah, you know, people make those jokes. They're like, oh yeah, he's gonna come in and you're gonna work and you're gonna have to give half. And it's true, actually. That's what's gonna happen. That's what he says. He's like, yeah, you you're gonna give half your paycheck to the next guy. Mm-hmm. That's the whole. That's the whole. That's basically his platform. And then the last guy doesn't have any to give it anyone because he's at the end of the line, and so he gets double. And then uh, he right. he becomes the next Bernie. That's nice. <laughs> no, Bernie's going to be president, and then he's going to pass away the first day of office. Yeah, fine. But fine you by know what? He'll probably get more stuff done than uh, Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. Still be a better president than Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah, better, a better person, better president. Oh, come on, Bill. He was pretty good. <laughs> he's not good. Don't like him. No. Um, but yeah, he's going to win. You heard it here yeah, first, I think folks. So. I think it's going to happen. Feeling good about it. Yeah, we, 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 we predicted Trump. We did. Yep. Neither of us said that <laughs> Trump, both of us said it. We were like, Trump's going to win. Yep. Not because we, we wanted it, but because no. we knew that. Because, it, because you, you people. You people set this up. The swine. Just uh, the you, the neoliberalism, uh, you know, petri dish. Yeah, it just the the mold just grew and grew and grew. Perfect environment. Yeah, just like humid and warm and smelly, damp. God bless. <clears throat> and just uh, uh, damp and warm, and also the, for, for some reason, you just Aerosmith is blasting. That really helps. Yeah, the f- the fungus likes it. Love in an elevator. Mm-hmm. Birthing in an elevator. The sequel. Just give him birth in there. Like like before the song starts, they lay down a tarp into the elevator, and then. Than the song. You know something's going to happen. Yeah. It's like, why are they laying a tarp down in the elevator? Seems and weird. Then, and then a pregnant woman gets on, you're like, <laughs> I think I know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. I get it. Loving in an elevator. And then it's like, now you're going to give birth in an elevator. It's <laughs> a cool song. It's catchy. Like he's so, he's the, she's giving birth and then Steven Tyler he he like drops down he like breaks he like falls through the the elevator ceiling yep and it's like all the like trash comes down with it and like you know <laughs> stuff yeah there's just like like empty wrappers of candy and chips and stuff and soiled uh, paper towels you know he gets hurt he breaks his leg <laughs> he's screaming it's like, you know, the, it's like he's screaming it's a chaos in there with the giving the, the birth and is him. like. His shin bones like jutting out of his his leg. He's shrieking. Can't tell where yeah. his blood ends and the 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 the, the you know, beauty the, the life the beautiful life yeah ends begins yep. It's all just mishmashing together. God, I would love to see that video. It's just like a like a four and a half hour long video. <laughs> the elevator stuck, you know. Yep. Yeah, the lights are flickering. People are getting hungry. They have to go to the bathroom. They're stuck in there. So much blood. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Slash is like in the lobby, just playing guitar with his top hat on it's for just, some reason. You can, he's so loud, he's playing, and you can just hear it faintly in the background. <laughs> Philip, Philip Glass is, is in the other room, just mm-hmm. for some reason. <laughs> That was the guest was solo by Philip Glass. That I was have Philip Glass do a the solo on my album. Yep, this is like when when art was pure in the like the early nineties. Yeah, people were experimenting. Yeah, but you know nowadays you know pop bands are not going to make a four hour long music video about uh, someone breaking their leg in an elevator while another person gives birth. Philip Glass plays in one room and Slash is soloing. Downstairs, actually, yeah. kind of reminds me of uh, that that um, David Barney. He did the, after Cremaster Cycle. He did this thing. It was like it was at the uh, Whitney, and it's like I, I can't I vaguely remember, but it was like it pans up, and it's like each, through, through each little zone, something else was happening. And one in one of the zones, it was that band, uh, the Cromags, I think, were playing, or was it Murphy's Law? I can't remember. The hardcore <laughs> band. Anyway, <laughs> that's our show, folks. Yep, that's it. That's how it should end. Just like there, probably, probably I'm gonna guess zero people know what the the heck I was just talking about, and not because people people are uncultured. It's just because you guys are complete stupid, uh, dummy people. <laughs> just the the absolute swine of the earth in a good yeah. way, though. I don't understand why you listen to this show. There's something obviously seriously wrong with you. Yeah, if you stuck through the whole hour of this, then you know, I feel for you. I feel for, I feel us. for you because I love you. <clears throat> That's true. We do love you. Just like the song says. Who Who is that? Is that Pointer Sisters? No. Mm. I feel for you. It's a good song. Um. But yeah, we, we love you. We do love you. Thank you so much. You, uh, you know, everything we're saying is just, it's just garbage. It's a joke. We look, we don't mean anything by it. You can do whatever you want. As, as long as you're, you're nice to other people, I don't care. Yeah, be nice par- to people. This is parody satire. Um, but we'll we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Okay. Bye. Bye. Have you ever been lost in a friend's eye? Have. Have you ever been tossed by the wayside in an old friend's mind? But don't be what she told me don't try so hard ain't got a chance i've gotta go please please forgive me that's what i wanted anyway yeah have you ever been loved in a friend's eye been lost and wanting a friend's smile oh but don't be so nice that's what she told me don't try so hard you ain't got a chance i've gotta go please please forgive me that's what i wanted
Get it out of here together. You got to get it out of here together. We got to get it out of here together. 